0: we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Jordan Wilson. How are you today?
1: I am very well, thank you. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty <Vic>. good.
1: <laughs> I was just like Victoria. Yes,. <laughs> Victoria, Vic.
0: Um, so it's been what like twelve years since like you introduced your music with Georgia Fair, yeah, which is another project that you do, and now yeah. you have ventured into a solo project, um which yeah. is lovely. So, what made you kind of decide to finally start like releasing music solo?
1: Um, sort of a couple of different things. Like one was having um, like a, a, a lot of songs coming through in the last couple of years, um, uh, and also kind of working with a, one of my friend Dan, who encouraged me um, to get in the studio with him and kind of get these these songs that I had. Um, of a particular fashion down in his studio kind of, um, yeah, just inspired me to put my own thing out. I, I think I always wanted to have my, my own thing, to have my own outlet, like constantly, you know, um, because bands are just a different beast. It's like it takes the power of everyone getting together, which is it's like amazing when it comes off. But um, yeah, it's kind of like it's sort of different. This, this I can work on almost almost all the time.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so when yeah. did you, like, first start making music or, like, kind of have the idea that you were good at it and could make it and put it out into the world?
1: I'm still, like, trying to work that out, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the curse of the artist. Um, uh, what happened? Like... Um, I remember being 18 and being very emphatic. I was like, I'm going to do this, Like, yeah, this is all I'm doing. I'm dropping out of uni and this is what I'm going to do. I have no idea how I got that confidence, um, <laughs> but it was pretty, like pretty set in my mind that like, I'll just, this is all I really want to do. So um, probably around 18, um, I remember I went to a festival called Great Escape Festival. It was just outside of Sydney and it was pretty, yeah, like life changing for me. I think I was 18. I was just like, oh, God, this is amazing. Like, people walking around in full kind of, like, cabaret and performance art and, and like, the folk scene was massive back then and just, like, inspired me.
0: Yeah, sick. And then, so when did you start Georgia Fair? How did that kind of, like, come into play?
1: Well, we were actually... Ben and I, I've um, each chosen since we were 13, so ages ago, really. Um We... Yeah, ever since we met in high school, we played in different bands. Our first band was called El (laughs) Spoono. Love it. And that was like a trio with his brother. And that was pretty punk. That was kind of like punk rock covers. Um, And then, yeah, we kind of got into songwriting and folk music. And that's sort of when Georgia Fair became like a a crystallised kind of thing. And that that was after we or around about leaving school time, like, 18 or so. Yeah.
0: Cool. And, like, what is your, like, solo kind of music writing process like? Do you, like, record all your own stuff and, like, produce it yourself or, like, how's your whole – how's it all
1: work? I'm, a, I'm, like, a little bit old school in the way that um, I don't – I very, very rarely touch recording software. um. Cool. It was kind of like it was sort of a choice back back when self-production became big it was kind of like um, am I going to put time and, and energy into learning this craft or do I just keep going with songwriting and and then work with like work with producers um, it was sort of a choice but also felt very natural I, I, I didn't the, the idea of recording was never like very appealing to me it still isn't like I, I, I like to work with people and so I can just be free in, in the studio and um, and just focus on writing.
0: For sure. And do, do you, you seem. Him... Writing... Oh, sorry, go Shane. No, I go. Do you do the writing for Georgia Fair as well?
1: Yeah. That like uh, was, was the last thing you said?
0: Or is it like a joint kind of thing?
1: Uh, yeah, a bit of, bit of both with Georgia Fair. Um, I say Ben's like, he's a freak instrumentalist. He's one of those guys that can play everything to a pretty pretty good level. Um, and then he can play guitar to like a beyond level. Um, so sometimes we work just lyrically, musically. Sometimes it would be a song that I've brought. Um, yeah, it's, it's that one, Georgia Fair is pretty open collaboration. Um, yeah, and then this one, obviously, I just, it's all my songs.
0: Yeah, sweet. And yeah. so, like, how do you differentiate, like, let's say you wrote a song for, I don't know, yourself maybe, how do you differentiate whether you're going to keep that for your solo project or whether you want to, like, work on that for Georgia Fair?
1: This is, like, this is a question everyone's very interested about this this question. <laughs> <'Cause> it's, <laughs> like, it like, it feels like polygamy, kind of. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is, actually, in a way, especially because... Um, ben and i like have a very close relationship and it's been a long relationship um but the way that i approach it so far because it's new obviously with my solo project is um sort of depends on who i'm working with um yeah like i know i know when i enter the studio because i work out of a few different studios now um so i sort of know when i enter the studio and I only really know once I enter, enter into the room, like what I want to record. And that ends up shaping a lot of the process. Um, Georgia Fair definitely is usually the songs that catch Ben. Um, whatever naturally flows between us. I never try to force a song upon Ben. Um, so it's na- naturally songs he just like resonates with and, and they end up being what we work on. And then there's other songs that not so much um, it's got more to do with probably the georgia fair world like does it fit inside that because it's 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 pretty established world by now we kind of know what we're doing in in that project um so yeah this is probably just like a a little bit of individual expression outside of that that world that i've been in for a very long time
0: and so has there been an instance where like you want to keep a song for your solo project and he's been Mm -hmm. like no i want it for us
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I hope that, that that'll be like a good problem to have.
0: A little, a little tiff, um, a good tiff.
1: Well, I've only put one song out, so and he was like, "Yeah, that one was shit out." So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um,
0: of the song, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? How it yeah, came to be, what it's about. Totem.
1: Um, that was maybe to find some sort of differentiation it's like there's a poetic language that i've developed um in my own craft Uh, maybe when it leans more heavily on 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 that poetic language it's probably closer to me because it's like only really me that can understand it um so totem sort of comes out of that um it's uh yeah it's me sort of grappling with human language to kind of um Describe this energy that I had at the time, which was which over like a feeling of of loss and um and kind of like and desire really. I really like the cover art for it. Is there a bit of a story behind that? Yeah, um, so I I wrote a book basically of short stories that I'm gonna put out later in the year, and um, the idea for the clip was kind of like that I'm ripping all the pages out of this book and I'm I'm putting it up on this hill's horse. Um, and at the end of the clip, I kind of get this leaf blower, and I'm blowing all the all the pages on, on this hill's hoist, kind of like airing out my dirty laundry. Um, so yeah, on the, on the cover art, I'm just standing there with a the leaf blower. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I use that leaf blower like every day, so it's kind of like just showing the stupidity of like art, and the mundaneness of life, but also like trying to make it into something beautiful, which is kind of like what the song is about, like and and the uh, objective of poetry for me yeah cool yeah to try and you find, find me that me kind about of this book. level
0: i want to hear about this book what how did you when did you <laughs> what's this what
1: i just like was i've always been trying exploring writing um kind of without music Been trying for a like, long time and i just started writing short short stories um with the objective to to write like a longer story um and I'm sort of still working on that, like sort of working on the, the novel kind of structure and, and a larger narrative. But in the meantime, I was like, I got all these these short stories, and some of them are like funny, and I was showing some friends, and they're like, yeah, you need to put this together. So, um, so I did basically put it together with some illustrations, and um, yeah, they're, they're kind of like a lot of them are embarrassing stories about my life, and um, just yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's it's I guess it's not it's I guess it's fiction, but it's it's largely, largely based on on yeah. my life, yeah.
0: That's sick.
1: Nice. What yeah. A book. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's, cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's so, Hopefully it's funny. Get a get few laughs out of people.
0: Yeah, when's it, when's it coming out? Do you have, like, a date?
1: Yeah, I think okay. I'll put it out in December. I'll, oh, I'll put cool. the official date up soon. But, yeah, I'm going to wait till the end of the year.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And so you did, like, a lot of your, like, Projects with Georgia Fair overseas in America, like a lot of recording and production. Am I right in saying that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think did yeah, you... mostly recording that we did in America.
0: Cool. And so, did you like do have a similar process with this solo, or did you work on that in Australia?
1: No, that that's been here. Um, yeah, like I said before, it's this it's a songwriter called Daniel Lee Kendall, and I've toured with him a lot, um, and. He came back into my life sort of last year or a couple of years ago in, in a pretty big way because um, we just met on the road touring. Um, and we were at similar points in our career and we were kicking the footy like every second day trying to work out, you know, what our next step was. And a lot of this project came from him just going like, come, in, come into my studio. Like, I kind of want to help you explore some of these new things that we were, we were chatting about. So um, that was all done in, in Camperdown in Sydney.
0: Cool. And so did you record, like, some other tracks that are potentially coming out or are we sticking with Totem for now?
1: (laughs) No, well, I've definitely got one other that's going to be coming out called Terminals. Um, Yeah, probably, hopefully around September, but I'll I'll confirm that date. Um, Yeah, so we did one other track, Solid, and I don't know, it's, it's probably more about the relationship that I have with him. Like, I feel like we'll probably... He wants to work on an album together, and I'm and I'm I'm juggling a bit at the moment, but I, I'm feeling very inclined to do that. But you're probably next year.
0: How how do you find like Are you still doing like Georgia Fair projects at the moment? Along the with way, your mean, stuff.
1: When you put it all on paper, it sounds a bit like oh, it's a bit ridiculous in terms of like time. But um, Georgia Fair, we spent a long time on our last album um putting it out and recording it so I guess we hadn't necessarily been that active in the last couple years um so we've only just sort of come back together to work on the fourth album so it's like I hadn't yeah a lot of my focus last year was on on this stuff um yeah it sort of works out um at the moment it's it's working out I don't know it's a bit of a jumble in my brain but at this point in my life like I got a lot of energy I'm just trying to put lots of like art art together and yeah yeah
0: for sure and I feel like yeah. now is like the perfect time in the world yeah. to, to yeah. do that and like have time to do all that and be a little bit busy. Um,
1: totally, yeah. And it do not really necessarily like touring's off the table, which is a bit bit mm. annoying. But that also leaves a lot of time. So, yeah. For sure.
0: Have you had the chance to tour as your solo project?
1: No, nah, because I kind of just I only launched it like a month ago. Um yeah. So that's still a bit of a sticky ground um because yeah I know like got lots of musician friends that are just like cancelling shows booking shows and mm-hmm. it's just weird and, and hard at the moment but um yeah like, I'm looking forward to playing some shows for it because that that'll be a whole whole new thing as well. Um yeah so I guess for now it's like yeah just like I, I don't know I'm looking forward to making the next click and that sort of thing you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it'll be weird for you to be like on stage, like by yourself instead of like playing with the band?
1: Yeah, like I'm freaking out hard. Like I'm freaking <laughs> out about this COVID thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I don't need to play any shows. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, it's like, it's really, it's really sad. It's really sad. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, like, it's, a, it's a bit, a bit, a bit nerve wracking for sure.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And because you've been playing with them for so long as well. It's different yeah. territory.
1: Yeah. Yep. Performing um, is just it's like a scary beast, But it's also like, that's why it's so alive and, and um, yeah. yeah, and juicy.
0: The adrenaline. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with, with like playing gigs and stuff, have you had like ever a favourite me- gig memory that just like sticks with you? from, like, all your Georgia Fair days?
1: We played some good gigs. We played some really good gigs. Um, One that comes to mind, just off the top of my mind, was playing at the Horton Pavilion with this band called the Tea Party. Cool. And they were, like, they're sort of like an older band, like a big cult following, but they're kind of like, I don't know what you call them, but they're, like, got this sort of, like, metal-y kind of vibe, kind of, like, spiritually metal kind of vibe, like lots of deep purples and, and blacks. Um, yeah. But somehow we got booked for their tour. Like I don't know, because I guess there's this little bit of folk that runs through their music. So we got booked for this tour. Um. That was like we're playing with this huge metal band at Horton Pavilion. It was just Ben and I with like two guitars, um, just like playing like our folk songs to these like I guess like semi semi emo looking crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then, like, this, it turned out really good, obviously, playing in such a good venue. But then we just, like, hide these really fucking massive amps for the next show. I think it was in Adelaide. <laughs> and we were just playing our acoustic songs through these massive amps to try and, like, <laughs> match this, this show. Um, that comes to mind. Uh, but, yeah, we played lots of good shows. We toured a lot. Um, yeah, pretty lucky. See Do you a have... A of Australia, a little bit of work.
0: Do you have, like, a memory that where it all just went to shit and you never want to relive that day again? On tour? Yeah.
1: There's, like, lots. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it can get pretty hard. Uh, our car got broken into on our first tour um, in Brisbane. Oh, no. <laughs> That's it was pretty hectic. And we didn't even like, I think we'd already loaded in our gear. So they weren't able to really steal many instruments. I think they stole an iPod. It was really random. Like, I think it was Ben's iPod. It was probably like 16 gig back then. Oh, um, and the worst part was they smashed the driver's wind, like the driver's Gosh. window. And we had to drive all the way back to Sydney without this, um, oh, no. this window and it was raining. So we had to glad wrap it oh. had to tape it. And I think we even slept in the car one night. We were just like so young and green. We we're just trying to save money. Um, like, yeah, obviously it's the things that make it good. Actually, I remember we were trying, we had to lock the car once we wanted to go out for a beer one night on the way back down to Sydney and there was no way of locking the car because we didn't have this window. So we had to drive. We had to drive as close as we were able to, to this wall, so no one was able to get in through. The <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we were able to go out. So that I
0: always feel like such a bad person when I ask this question because I always laugh, and I just realized that I always laugh at this, these horror stories that
1: happen. <laughs> yeah, but- it's like yeah, I'm gonna get pleasure out of your suffering
0: <laughs> yeah but it's like funny now because I'm like oh it's looking all good, back good <laughs>
1: yeah it was ages ago and there wasn't too many scars
0: <laughs> yeah that's good. it's a great story I love that one um but have you what are your plans for the rest of I know I mean, there's not really much to plan for because of like corona and all that but have you got any plans for the rest of your solo project
1: yeah I think like the main Thing I'm thinking about now is the next clip for the next single, because um, that's yeah partly because of what's happening with lockdown, but also just it was already happening. I'm kind of getting more interested in in that kind of visual expression of my art, um, and and the nature of the solo thing is you can kind of be a bit do whatever you want, you know. Um, so I felt like I had the chance to get a bit um, out out of myself in in the totem clip. I was I was pretty happy how that came out, and I'm now. And now um, I in the works started like brainstorming what, what the next one will be. I'm I'm getting a bit of inspiration from around the twist. Oh <laughs> great show. Yeah. I feel like there's, <laughs> there's like a there's kind of like this. I was talking about it with my partner, there's kind of like this um this unspoken, like uh I don't know what you call it, but like this spooky thing in Australiana that I feel like hasn't been explored enough. Um so yeah, yeah I'm working on that.
0: Nice, that's gonna be oh, sick. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for having a chat with us. I'm very keen to read this book of yours and hear these new tunes. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, we usually do, like, a bit of a beers and cheers at the end of our episode. So if you have any item near you, pen, drink.
1: I got a beer in the fridge, but this is probably closer to, like, an alcoholic beverage. The wine bottle with a plant in it.
0: Oh I love this. This nice. is this is what we like to say. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: Cheers.